This is Continua. We're guided by music and grounded in science. Journey with us as we explore the intersection of music and health. We're diving into discussions with professionals and creatives. We're sharing information and giving you conversations to motivate you along your health journey. I'm Chloe Livray. I'm Aliyah Abdullah. And And you're you're listening listening to The Continua Podcast. We got we got rid of them. You can't take the floor to that. What a great way to start the day. Oh, so good, so good. Oh, hello there. Hello, hello. Whoa, whoa! This looks super professional. Oh, My goodness. you know, I you love know. it. You know how we do. This is. It's hard to put it into just a couple words, to be honest. Oh. Yao Awusu, who is my mentor, first and foremost. <laughs> he is a coach. He is a, tr- um, a teacher. He's an exercise physiologist. He is an innovator. He really... I'm paying, I'm, I'm paying her for this <laughs> intro, by the way, guys. He really <laughs> marches to the beat of his own drum, and I feel like he's always been that way, and that's why he has made it so far in life, you know? So... Um, thank, you, thank you. Oh, my God. Great, great introduction. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he currently owns his own business, and we will talk a little bit about that um, in a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I will say that, and it's doing extremely well in New York, and he is looking to expand it. So, Yao, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is wonderful. I love this. (laughs) And Yao is, he's a speaker. He is a man of the people. (laughs) So people. (laughs) He loves people. He loves people. So we're going to get a good conversation out of him today. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and start out with um, giving giving us your definition of what peak performance is. Um, I'm kind of biased here for for the word peak, just because mm-hmm. uh, half of my company's name peak. Um, but I, I I love acronyms. So the anagram of peak, what it is to me, would be performance, uh, education, athletics, and kinesiology. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Having uh, that anagram for just peak, like finding out what your peak is, whether it's peak mentality, whether it's uh, peak spirituality, whether it's peak movement, whether it's, you know, so I love that word peak and performance to me is carrying out a task or a skill at, uh, at, a, at a level to where it's almost mastery. Mm-hmm. So having that education, uh, having that performance, having that um uh, uh, kinesiology is a study of movement. So I think peak performance for me, if we're talking about human beings, mm-hmm. would be kind of that mastery of your body, uh, your spirit, your your uh, your mind, um, and basically uh, reaching your peak vitality, right? So knowing uh, what vitality is and having to reach that, I think that would encompass uh, peak performance to me. What would well, you say us. vitality is? Um, well, vitality to me is uh, is kind of the search for uh, true vigor, um, uh, balance, uh, not really uh, the existence of oneself, but the thriving of someone's existence. So mm. you have to be able to thrive, 
right? Not just survive. So I believe right. that vitality is the kind of the optimal level of thriving in life, life mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. So that's what vitality would be to me. So Love not that. to be confused with wellness, mm. uh, which the big term of wellness, I've actually changed uh, my actual, uh, what I label myself as, as professional uh, three times this year, because going through those terminologies of wellness and what it's taken over, even the word fitness mm-hmm. has been taken over the world. Personal trainer has been taken over and kind of demonized a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'd love to um, get deeper you know, into this in a moment. Yeah, I have yeah, some questions. Yeah. So sure. I, I, I really feel like um, as vitality goes is where the world is going, where there's the healthcare, whether it's, that's where it's going now. So that's the new thing. Uh, And I think it's really important to define the difference between wellness because anybody can have their own definition of wellness or fitness. Mm -hmm. But the word vitality is very true and precise to what it is, right? Mm -hmm. Having the vigor, having the mental capacity to not just exist, but to thrive. Mm -hmm. I love that thrive versus just exist or, or live versus just surviving. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have a question, um, and this is relatively interesting. I remember when Chloe and I first first met, she clearly distinguished between like fitness influencer versus fitness trainer and how you guys are using the word coach very intentionally um, mm-hmm. with the industry. And I think from, from a consumer standpoint and how trendy health and wellness now is, um, mm-hmm. how do you differentiate between the truth of of fitness or like the truth of what wellness is and who the experts really are right like how how do you know who you should be going to for great question that that's a big question and a very great question uh lets me know that you've been around people that are actually in the know and uh that would be the 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 people that you ask for uh guidance uh for for those answers to be questions for those questions to be answered um but yeah i mean again like piggybacks off what I said earlier about um, wellness industry, fitness industry, healthcare industry, and our vitality industry. We have to make a concerted effort to, uh, I don't really like labeling, but at least put into categories of what these words actually mean today in today's society. So someone's gonna say, I am a fit influencer, right? What does that mean? What is fit for First of all, we have to identify what does fitness mean to you? And I think that's too broad, mm-hmm. right? Then I thought wellness for the last couple of years, but then again, that can be healthcare. That can be too broad. And people like my wife, that's a surgeon, she'd be like, well, that's more like healthcare. So coming up with this terminology of vitality, I believe that that could be one branch that everything falls under. So if we're talking about uh, the fitness world, especially in Los Angeles, New York, Miami, these big markets, it's really not a fitness world. Hmm. It's really is who can sell uh, the perception of an image that mm-hmm. most people deem as fitness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Snap, snap a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, you see what I'm saying? So people show. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell people the difference between LA and New York is you, you, in LA, everyone knows how to sell. Mm-hmm. They can sell anything. They can sell you anything. In New York, what I've learned is people are investors. They learn how to buy. Mm-hmm. Right? They're better evaluators. They're better assessors. You see what I'm saying? It's more long-term thinking. Right, right. In LA, I want to go here, get this YouTube, boom, fitness fit. Let me get with these uh, influencers and let me see how my stock rises. 
So I think, um, sorry, long answer, but I hope there is an answer in there for, for the question. But uh, fit influencers or wellness coaches, I think we have to get the term right. So before we started with uh, personal trainers, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, before we started with trainers. So these were trainers for like Olympic athletes or special, uh, special divisions of, of athletics. Then we had personal trainers. Right when athletes got so big, then the personal trainers came, uh, and then we had uh, coaches, right? And that's who are the masters of their craft. So coaches are different. Coaches are more like teachers. Uh, a trainer will tell you one more set, two more sets, three more sets, four more sets. Mm. They don't actually tell. They don't actually give you the tools to do that on your own. So a coach is like a teacher. They give you the tools so you can find your truth and your purpose on your own. So it's a, it's a big difference. So when Chloe says she's a vitality coach, automatically I respect and say, okay, she understands that mastery of someone teaching has to be a coach, mentor, coach, teacher, same thing. When it goes fitness, not to poo-poo on those people, there's levels. So there are some trainers. There are some personal trainers, right? There's nothing wrong with that. That's usually a beginner stage of your journey right? You don't have to look down on it. I was a trainer once before, right? And I was a coach once before. Now I put myself not higher than coaches because for me, I'm going to work with Chloe or you guys because I need people that are in it. For me, I'm 40. I know I don't look it, but now I'm more of a consultant, kind of an overview, trying to uh, connect people uh, in the right places in the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have to go through multiple stages mm-hmm. you know you can't just become a cons- you're, you're, you're not just automatically going to be a consultant you have to kind of put in the work right you know right um Yao is such a passionate person <laughs> I mean yeah where it's great. where does that passion come from like let's talk about your upbringing my dad so I'm a junior I believe that namesakes whether it's male or female uh you're given you're ordained by your creator, which is my dad and my mother, obviously. Um, that's why I look so beautiful as my mom. My dad, <laughs> also a handsome guy. So from him, he passed this year, February, right before uh, COVID hit. But it kind of transformed me in a way that uh, connected me with where my passion came from. So he was a uh, engineer. He was an inventor. He has two patents uh, to his name. He was a preacher. Uh, uh, he was a professor. Uh, of robotics and nanotechnology. He's one of the most brilliant people that I've ever, ever known. Wow. And he's given me passion. So mm-hmm. he had eight businesses, he owned properties, all this type of stuff. So I'm seeing that my entire life. So I'm like, whoa, okay. So it's just one thing that he's instilled into uh, all of all the siblings, my brother and my sister. So um, that's where I think I, I get it from. Uh, I know that I get it from uh, my father. Is that where your uh, your discipline has come from as well, you think? Yes. Fortunately, unfortunately, uh, I've become more palatable. Okay. Uh, I was very rigid. I mean, when Chloe met me, I was kind of on the tail end of, of my rigidity. Right, uh, right. Um, so I, I didn't kind of go out. Uh, if I went out, it was for a specific purpose for networking. Um, I didn't eat at restaurants. I, I would uh, cook all of my meals. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so it, it doesn't it doesn't very it doesn't build well for relationships. Right. So as I uh, stepped into a different dimension of, OK. If I want to uh, 
attract certain things, then you must uh, adapt, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people think it's conformity, which is not. It's not compromise. It's adapting. And um, I've kind of played on my passion and adapting from whether it's from COVID, whether it's moving from Los Angeles, moving to New York with no 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 uh, reserves and cash, you know, no place to to live, no clients at all, mm-hmm. uh, having to come to New York. So I, I thrive on that type of stuff. And that's where, you know, the, the passion comes from. So, yeah. Sounds like the entrepreneurial journey <laughs> of yes. what Chloe and I are on <laughs> at this particular moment of just like yeah. you, you see the vision, you maintain the drive, you keep going at all costs. It's kind of interesting. It's like, inner, it's exhausting, but invigorating at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yes. Yeah. So exciting. That stick to itness, the consistency mm-hmm. and repetition and discipline, uh, something that you can uh, develop. I actually have a program um, called a Vitality Training System, which uh, outlines programming for the mind. Right. So we mindset the first of five pillars um, that we believe uh, that would uh, optimize your level of vitality. Mm-hmm. Right. So mastering your mindset, which is a very simple principle. It's just three things to kind of allude to and follow. So piggyback off of uh, the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, I love basic, that book. I yes. love that book. What's transformational, right? Yes. So what I got from that is a mastery of mindset is first you have to have awareness. You have to have an awareness of yourself yourself compared to the universe or in the universe to everyone else you have to have an awareness if you don't know who you are right then i don't even have to explain anymore you have to know who you are first so find thyself it's a very old old saying even before the greeks the egyptians before the egyptians and nubians right so first you have to have an awareness so once you have that awareness now you have a belief in yourself in your self-awareness in your self-affirmation right once you have that awareness, you have the belief, then the discipline comes. So what uh, Don Miguel Ruiz was saying in his other books, like Mastery of Mindset, is that it's a continuum. People say, I don't have the discipline. You don't have to have discipline. You have to have your belief first. If you have belief in yourself that you believe you can have the achievement of whatever task, then discipline will come. I think this is my oh, first There goes the New York, New York honks. You, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in my office right now and I'm trying to have this little makeshift shield to try and shield noises. <laughs> but sometimes the honks get very, very loud. <laughs> so a uh, question for you, because I mean, the intro that you even had for your father and, and innovation, it definitely sounds like creativity is important to you. I'm mm-hmm. curious, um, definitely since we just had our little jam session in the beginning, um, <laughs> How do you embrace your creativity and how important and fundamental is music to you in, in your life and how you go about your day to day? Okay, I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. But I know <laughs> we got some other burning questions to get to. So uh, I'm going to start with saying um, music or uh, the production of rhythm that's going to yeah. move you right, mm-hmm. is, is key. We all move in rhythm. If we don't move in rhythm, then something's out of whack. If our blood doesn't move in rhythm, then we have a blood disease. If our heart doesn't move in rhythm, then we have a heart arrhythmia issues. If our hair doesn't move in rhythm, then the hair doesn't grow. I mean, I don't know what's happening. Here, <laughs> I really believe that everything is rhythm. Even if we look into the universe and mathematics, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the structures that you see, the creations is that just the universe makes, whatever you believe, there's a rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. So I believe once you find a frequency of music that works for you, so the music that you guys are playing, 
Florida music already because I'm, you know, Florida boy at heart, even though I'm all over the place, but still I couldn't help it. Right. right? I couldn't, help it. I just had to start going. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people don't use that enough. Mm. And I leave my way with that. My, my wife will tell you, knowing that I wake up music. Mm-hmm. I have breakfast music. I have lunch music. I have pre-workout music, post-workout music. I have intimate music. I have my dancing music. I have family come over music. That's my firm belief, you know, uh, rhythm. Mm-hmm. We just had to do that one more time. We had to. We had to. Trina and Trick Daddy? We had to. Oh, you, you said oh, what, what a boy at heart. So, yeah. you know, we had to do it one yeah, time. You can't play Trina or Trick Daddy with the Florida kid, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What's so, your... Go ahead. Oh. Um, so, just kind of to go back to rhythm. Um, rhythm is... I don't know if rhythm is a, is very innate in some people. I don't know if it's mm. intrinsic <laughs> in some people. So how do you bring that or if do you bring that to your clients when you're when you are coaching them <laughs> um, in a new movement? Yes. So if if you've been coached by me before, uh, Chloe, you've been around me a lot, obviously. Um, everything I even speak in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Right. So even teaching rhythm. Mm-hmm. Right. I like things in threes. I like things in fives. I like things in sevens. Right. And even the way I'm talking to you has a rhythm. It's very agreeable. Mm-hmm. We can understand. I'm very, you know, non-threatening. This is so everything is about a rhythm. So I teach them even from how I'm teaching them the breakdown of movement, how I'm teaching them nutrition. Right. You have a rhythm of how you need to eat. Right. How when you should be fasting. Right? Like everything has a rhythm. So I'm getting into that. Now, when it comes to movement, I will say that it does seem like some individuals possess a natural inclination for rhythm. I don't know why. I might, might uh, shouldn't assume. If I had to guess, well, if I had to get education, educated guess, I would say that it has to do with uh uh, vibrations, right? Mm. How someone can feel vibrations and feel frequencies. Mm. Right. So might have a blockage, right? It could do to chemicals. It could do. It could be done to uh, the, the tendon structure. It could be uh, hip structure. It could be anything, right? But I've seen people that have a certain body type that are better movers. Okay. Right. The slim, gangly. These okay. are your dancers. These are known Me. even martial, <laughs> martial artists. Me. Martial artists, the people that are more of an ectomezzo kind of body type, okay. they're the best movers, right? The hips are loose, right? They're very gangly. We can, you know, we have a lot of control of everything. You said so ecto, ecto. Ectomezzo. So we have three, um, well, most uh, of, of the sciences believe that we have three main uh, body types. We have mesomorph, which is mostly very muscular. When you see someone that's very brawly, just natural, big structure, 
right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's a woman or a male, then we have an ectomorph, which is going to be more thin, uh, thinner features. Think of an endurance runner. So that's more like me. So I was more of a long distance runner. And then I changed my body. So you don't have to stay as that way. All right. Uh, Or you have an endomorph, which is someone that is more to love, right? A little Mm -hmm. bit more portly, you know, They've been they've been this way since they were three years old. Big bone. But you have a, but Big you have a bones. combination. And what we do is, um, Chloe, what we do as coaches is you can you can change or you can uh, magnify. So if someone is more portly, you can make them uh, the leanest they can be, the most vital they can be. Uh, so they have a combination of endo mesomorph body. So that that's basically the body types. So, but those body types are better movers. So I would say I go by body types and some, I don't want to say ethnic background, but people that have a more a higher inclination for uh, frequency, mm-hmm. right? That, I mean, you have even to, to not make it a, uh, uh, a color thing or, or an ethnic thing. I mean, you have some uh, Japanese or great movers, right? They're Olympic lifters, uh, great dancers, great martial artists, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. Now you do see that when we uh, get in the arena of dancing, martial arts, whatever, that we take over, right? Only because uh, we have a greater inclination to rhythm because it's part of our culture. Mm-hmm. I don't really think the genetic thing, I think it could be an epigenetic thing. You know, epigenetics, overgenetics. So you have influences of other things that are in the environment, uh, food, uh, uh, destination, right? Closer to the equator, they're in the sun all the time, happy, melanin, you know, stuff like that. So that might uh, play a role. I love what you're saying about the vibrations and the frequency. I definitely, from, from a dancing standpoint or just like my essence and my being, I really do feel like I have... Um, a natural proclivity proclivity towards movement and just um, a sensitivity towards energy and vibrations because it's very, mm. for, for me, like I love being in headphones and listening to the music really loud because it's just like I, 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 I can really feel it inside of my body when I'm listening to it. So then my movements or anything that I'm doing is 100% based off of, to your point, like the frequency, vibration of, of that that sound. And so I'm moving to the rhythm of that. And just it's almost like a an entire place for me. Like I feel like I'm somewhere else. And Yao could probably relate to that because he used to be a dancer as well, right? <laughs> yeah, so well, I, something, I, think something? I still think I am still a dancer. Uh, it's never left me. I dance during my workouts. I dance pre-workouts. If people see me pre-work, either you're going to be like, oh, that's a very interesting character, or he's arrogant because <laughs> it seems like I'm being boastful, but that actually gives me energy, right? Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it. And I've yeah, seen, I and I've seen other people. I've seen, I've witnessed <laughs> other people witness you. You know, me being, you know, I'm just a very observant person. So... I see Yao because I know him so well. I know what he's doing, but I look at other people looking at him and I just think, I'm just like, oh my God, they think he's just crazy. Like crazy. (laughs) Or arrogant, like you said. It's true. Yeah, It's like one or the other. Absolutely. Because I see people's facial expressions. Like, (laughs) all right. That's interesting. This guy needs to settle down. To kind of put put context to what she's talking about, I like have a a pre-routine uh, warm up mm-hmm. of movement patterns. Some mm-hmm. of some of it is track related. Some of it is Olympic lifting related. Some of it is martial arts related, and some of it is dance related. Mm-hmm. So I warm up like I do my dance warm up. So imagine, you know, I'm 195 pounds now, but back then I was 205. Like 
4% body fat. So imagine that guy, six foot bald, very handsome and dark, in the middle of your gym, <laughs> dancing, right? And then the music's going, and I'm I'm singing, I'm, you know, making some some noises, and those noises are vibrations. You know, when, mm-hmm. when I make a woo or something like that, people are like, oh, that's arrogant. Or no, The Rock does that, right? Ric Flair, do, they do that because it, it's vibrations. People pay attention. People give you energy. Oh, my goodness. Yes, get it. You know what I mean? So all of that plays a role. And I teach that to my, to my clientele and the, and the coaches that I, that I coach. You know, everything you say, cues, rhythmic. If you want someone to be more rhythmic, you speak to them in rhythm, right? Most people can get rhythm. It, it, it's, it's can they keep it for a long time? Do they have the endurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to stay right. with it? But most people can get rhythm. They can get rhythm. And then all of a sudden, they don't have the mental focus or they're not feeling It's not natural to mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Right? They get if distracted. Natural, and then, yeah. Right? Yeah, yep. exactly. It's yep. so key. What, I have really tried to teach, teach rhythm to some <laughs> clients. And it's, it's, it's definitely tough. It's definitely yeah. tough. And I have like a little like I go like that, 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 that. Like I like make like noises at them. And I usually clap to him like just follow my hands. It can be it can be taught like we um we had our DJ on here and he was basically saying that he started with no rhythm. Like so imagine a DJ with no rhythm who now has rhythm. Shout out to Stellar DJ. Right. Who now has rhythm. Um, but I, I think it's a it's a very interesting topic because most of the time people think that like, yes, I, I agree with you in terms of like you innately have a, a natural proclivity towards that or or, op, or I'd say natural embracement. I may be making that word up right now, but I'm, I'm understanding that word. Embracement. Embracement. We'll see. We'll Webster's now. dictionary. You know, um, not the embraceness that you have. Em- embraceness. I'm, I'm embracement. The, we'll figure this out. Abrasiveness. But in either case, it's like it's almost like you have it or you don't. You know what I mean? And I don't really think we talk about how you can learn it or how you can teach it. Um. And and just having, I think, I think there's the, a limit, though. I think the, there's, the confidence. there's a cap. <laughs> I think it's like you know confidence you know or what? the interest and curiosity to to try and, and push your body believe, to do that, right? I believe both of you guys are correct. Mm. I think there's a limit only because people put limits. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also, so I believe Chloe on that part. There are limitations because you put that. But Leah, I also believe is that uh, there there is no limitations if you have the mindset right. that you can do it. People are in their head. I'm afraid. Oh, I don't want to dance. Just mm-hmm. do a little dance for me. You learn rhythm. I don't want to dance. I don't want to do it. I don't. Re- they don't really want to. Ex- you know, the user explosion. Right. Everyone has power. Right. People say, oh, I don't have power. No, you're walking every day. Like, how much power does it take you to just stand up mm-hmm. to hold your head right? You right. see what I'm saying? So everyone has the power. People just don't know how to wield it because they're afraid of it. Right. People are afraid to sing. Because, oh, someone told me I couldn't sing. But everyone, like Chloe, she sings beautifully, mm-hmm. right? Everyone can be taught these things. It's all rhythm. Everything is rhythm. Everything is vibrations. I used to think that was crazy, but it really is. If you dive into the actual science, everything, brain rhythm, uh, rhythm of light, mm-hmm. rhythm of whatever. You see what I'm saying? So Life is a dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life is a rhythm. <laughs> So the energy, um, that's the other thing I, I really wanted to point out when I think we can all relate to this from like being athletes, that moment, mm-hmm. let's say that you, 
if you're shooting basketball, like you make that shot or when running track, you win that race or with routine or competition, you win that competition, mm-hmm. that energy that you let off like that, the way that you were talking about the arrogance of someone like, or mm-hmm. someone thinking that you're arrogant because you're letting out a sound or you're doing right. something that gives you energy. Like I think of, I think of that with sports where like, mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent like, yes, or something <laughs> like yeah. I, I have yeah. to let that out. Yeah, And yeah. that's, I feel like that's such a, that's a, that's a perspective mm-hmm. of someone else mm-hmm. because you you know why you're letting it out, yeah. right? It's not it's not arrogance. It's not mm-hmm. you know cockiness. It's mm-hmm. not. It's because you're happy. It's yeah. because you've accomplished something. Yeah. And that perception that someone's giving to you mm-hmm. is how they view it because of some insecurity on their part, right and you know limitation. What I mean? Yeah. I will let that grunt out in in a run, <laughs> in in a workout. Like if I'm I'm like a needle rar, it's coming out. <laughs> but, but, but you know, like both of you, I mean, you guys are so brilliant. I mean, I really believe that you guys hit the nail in the head, and you're saying the same thing, but you're coming from two different perspectives. This, this is, is really, this is, I mean, this is the story of our lives. <laughs> you guys are doing a good job. You're doing a good job. So I love what Chloe. I love what Chloe is saying. Um, you have to have that freedom of expression. So a lot of people don't have that freedom yeah. to, to express uh, themselves, right? So if someone expressed themselves in, in conversation through blogging or, or podcasting, people are going to be like, hmm, uh, I don't think they're going to work. Or Chloe and Lily, what, what do they know about? They're just projecting mm-hmm. their fears. Like Chloe was saying, they're just projecting their fears. Uh, so both of you guys are exactly correct. It all comes down to uh, perception. Mm-hmm. Uh and it comes down to freedom of expression mm-hmm. in dance and in, in, in martial arts and any type of movement. Whoever is the most free usually wins the game. Right. right? If, right. You're if you're tight here, you can't really roll your neck. If your shoulders tight here, you can't really get into that position and then you mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable. You're mm-hmm. afraid you lose it. You don't practice. Right. Yep. So whoever is the most free, usually you mm-hmm. see these people, Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, like these mm-hmm. guys are just yeah. bending different ways right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i think that's the, the real issue with the industry uh, uh that i've been a part of for so long and why i want to re uh, terraform the industry you know the fitness and wellness industry i want to terraform it to um uh, the vitality industry mm-hmm. right and i know chloe and, and and you are are leading the charge in that as well mm-hmm. because you guys are doing a great job of integrating mm-hmm. uh, i think the most natural uh things possible movement and music i mean yeah ridiculous yeah. You know, let's let's go back just a little bit and talk about um, the industry that you were in and now the industry that you are also headlining, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you taught me, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you used to be yeah. a bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> you used yeah. to do those bodybuilding competitions. I, and now I you do. you are so far from that kind of mentality. So t- am, talk yes. us about talk talk to us about your journey. Okay, so my journey obviously I was a dancer first. Uh, then I was a track athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was a basketball player. Then I was an American football player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was a bodybuilder. Um, but all along, I was a teacher of my own body, my own mind, my own spirit. So I was trying to pick something that would transform me into the most vital person possible. Mm -hmm. My whole goal in life, I remember vividly looking at myself at 12 years old in the mirror saying, you know, uh, I am going to change myself into this. 
I knew I was going to do something in speaking and teaching because of my dad, right? Mm-hmm. But I also knew that I was going to do something in healing the human body. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was. I went to school uh, for uh, PT. Then I went to school. Then I changed it to PA. Then I was like, let me go to medical school. And I was like, nah, I just wanted, I don't know. PT, so I ended up just physical therapy, PA, physician assistant. Correct. Yes. Bam, bam. Yeah, so, yes, I was exercise physiology is what I what I study the most. Um, uh, but even with that, I didn't want to go the realm of like research and test and prescription. Uh, so, you know, I didn't want to be in the clinic. So I knew I wanted to physically be able to change people and then also uh, move them in, in other work in other uh, kind of dimensions. Right. Um, and that's 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 basically it. So that's kind of how I've gone in the world coming from D.C. as a top trainer in D.C. Uh, then when I went to Los Angeles, I took the title from not from being a trainer into a coach mm-hmm. uh, and mentor and teacher. So I was uh, M, uh, an MI for three years, a master instructor for Equinox, one of the most popular gyms uh, in in on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I taught a lot of uh, people around West Hollywood. Shout out to my my West my uh, West <laughs> Side hope. people there. Uh, uh, not West Hollywood, but like the West, the whole West Side, Santa Monica, Beverly Hills. Those are my people. Um, and from there, from being a coach, then I came to New York, and that's when I turned uh, my coaching uh, business into a consultant business. So mm-hmm. now, uh, from Peak uh, Fitness Services, which was just a coaching, now it's Peak Vitality Solutions. So we find solutions uh, that would optimize your vitality and take you on your journey through a transformational experience. So, mm-hmm. so we say those things because I've actually done it for myself. Like my mm-hmm. way, I've gone from a trainer to coach to a consultant now we have a management process that we actually teach that transition if that's what you like mm-hmm. and we call that um peak vitality academy now it used to be peak fit academy then it was coaches academy and we just bring it full circle back to the whole vitality thing mm-hmm. so peak right. vitality academy mm-hmm. vitality is the word vitality is the word yeah <laughs> and so you said you mentioned that you've always been your own teacher essentially and you've gone through all these processes. Is that, am I pronouncing it right? We will, we will <laughs> check the Webster's Dictionary for this episode. Processes. <laughs> I, I, I pronounce like things strangely sometimes, so. I, I understand the whole thing. <laughs> all right. Understand, right? Perfect, <laughs> perfect. So you've gone through all these processes, you okay. know, bodybuilding, track, football, basketball. Um, so what... What is education? Don't forget dance. Don't forget dance. And dance. Excuse me. So sorry. <laughs> and dance. So what does what does education mean to you? How important okay. is it to you? Yeah. So my father, I was homeschooled by my mother uh, all the way to first grade. Um, so she was my first teacher. So that means a lot. I actually believe in that, uh, that the schooling should uh, really be uh garnered around the home the first couple of years, right? Because mm. we played outside, we did dance, we had classic rhythm, like that plays a big role on right. uh, my other siblings as well. So best thing to hear there, but um, yeah, education is everything. So my company is Peak Vitality Solutions. The Peak stands for Performance Education in Athletics and Kinesiology. So the education is key. My dad's a professor. Uh, uh, my wife's a doctor, you know, 
Um, my other sister, she was a doctor. So the education was always pushed on us. Not to say, okay, we're better than anybody else, but education is key, but you have to educate yourself. So we, we do is rely on other people to give us the education. And then we, we're not a sovereign state. Uh, we have now uh, given people the keys to knowledge, right? People mm-hmm. think right. Um, knowledge is, is, is power, but it's really the application of knowledge, uh, which is wisdom. That's the power because you can have knowledge, but if you don't apply it or mm-hmm. you don't educate yourself on how to become an entrepreneur, to become uh, great at something, then uh, it's just information. And we know now when information could be facts or not facts, it's just not good enough. You really have to have the application of the knowledge uh, to make something happen. So I think education is great. Uh, knowing yourself is basically what um, I believe everyone should do. Uh, having that self-awareness uh, is key, but educating yourself on who you are and your purpose. Um, that's what I stand for. Not just a tertiary education, but specifically that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, you're saying all, all the, it's so, it's Sorry, so crazy. All, like all so many, right? I mean, all the people that we've had on so far, we're all saying the same thing, which is so cool mm-hmm. because we're not prefacing anything. Mm-hmm. Like this is just everyone's, belief system which is awesome (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so let's talk about more of your journey and how so how do you think your journey has influenced the way that you want to leave your mark on this world Mm -hmm. um my journey started off as uh, trying to emulate my dad and what he did okay which uh um, now i see was incorrect thing to do uh, it took me until he passed this year to know that that was the incorrect way to do. So if you're just doing what he did, uh, you're not leaving your mark, right? Uh, I wanted to honor him, and then it became a legacy. When I went mm-hmm. to Los Angeles, I wanted to leave a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in some ways, that still remains, but now I'm using the word, quote, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce is a dynasty, right? Mm-hmm. So we had the first dynastic power. Power was my dad and my mom. Mm-hmm. They're the first to come from Ghana to educate themselves, to start their own little empire. And I'm, I'm formulating my dynasty. Mm-hmm. So now everything I do has to be in accordance with that uh, vision and dream, mm-hmm. right? So if there's anything that goes against the building of my dynasty, um, then I, can, I have to part ways with that. And that's one thing uh, that kind of drives me in my continuing uh, journey through uh, fitness, wellness, and now vitality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that actually I think is a, a great setup for us to ask. We ask every single one of our guests um, in closing, in your own words, what does journey mean to you? Yeah, again, I mean, I hate to sound like a, a broken record here for my, my last answer. How do but, you define it? Oh, how do I define it? Okay, that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> I would say, if we're, my definition, my opinion of a journey is uh, an ever-going uh, search for one's true purpose uh, in this realm. Mm-hmm. Right. So as long as you're continuing to better yourself and searching every day you have the ability to either heal or destroy your own self. Hmm. And sometimes we relinquish that to other people. So you want to make sure that your journey, your dream is your dream and you stick to it. Don't let anyone change that journey. But I think journey to me 
uh, in definition, in my opinion, uh, would be that, right? Uh, you're going through this uh, dimension in this avatar and you need to find what your purpose is. So that search would be the journey, searching mm -hmm. for purpose, searching for uh, happiness, searching for something. I believe, in my opinion, that's what journey would be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. I nice. love that. Nice. Amazing. Amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had a lot of fun. Now, I want to keep going. <laughs> I know. I know. And listen, we'll have this, we will have you back. We'll have Absolutely. You back. There's so much more to talk about because I want to, not not today, but I definitely want to talk more about your upbringing and I want to talk about how how special Ghana is to you mm -hmm. and, Ooh. you know. <laughs> but um, just uh, for today, though, let us let us know how we can keep up with you. Where can our listeners find you? Yeah. So right now I uh, have two websites. Um, one website is uh, www. Is that three W's or four? So three W's dot peak vitality solutions dot com. Mm -hmm. So that's the brand new website. The company that I spoke earlier mm -hmm. uh, that I joined forces with Nicholas Lopez Jr. And then I have my old website, which has most of the information as far as my education, mm -hmm. uh, kind of my background, a lot of things we talked about, which is www peakfitservices.com, which was my old website in June. And then July, we switched over. So uh, that's where you can go and, and find me. And then Instagram, I think it's uh, yao.owusu.junior. Spelling. J -N -R. Spelling. Yes. Oh, Y-A-W dot O-W-U-S-U dot J-N-R. Boom. Yes. Boom. Love it. Love it. Thank you yeah. so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much. This was so great. So that's Peak Vitality yeah. Solutions and Peak, peak Fit, Fit Services. Services. Okay. Okay. Peak Fit Services, Peak Vitality Solutions. And then Yao, yeah. how do I say your last name again? Owusu. Owusu Jr. Correct. Yao Owusu Jr. Yes. That's spelled, Yao, everyone. Yeah, he spelled it out. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Until next time, y'all. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Continua Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our Continua experience or have any questions based on the topic of this episode, DM us on Instagram at the Continua. Journey with us.